Previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Legend has it that every few months, this peculiar traveling carnival called the Moonlight Park arrives in a small town and is only open at night. Among the usual attractions of cotton candy, games, and Ferris wheels, there's something more sinister lurking in the shadows. An evil clown known as the Jester. You vowed to return and ride the midnight ride tonight in hopes of finding Dapple and avoiding the Jester's trap. We're questioning that ride operator, right? That Eclipse Express ride operator? I'm calling 911. Y'all should, like, come to the come to the amusement park, take <laughs> him in, put his ass in the slammer, and then fucking find out your information, bro. Yeah, we're coming. So close now. <laughs> wee-oo, wee-oo, can you hear us? I think we're getting close. You can hang up with me now. Bye. Click. I mean, as a memento of your friend, his picture's probably in the archive. Where would we find that? Any pictures that aren't picked up, I give to Asper Moon Moon, the ringmaster over at the sideshow. The woman you're talking to has raven black hair that reaches her waist, striking green eyes now that you're getting a closer look at her. If you want to throw a dart to win a prize... Or a curse. Here's how it goes. Or a curse. What? Yeah. I hate this part. Uh, I promise there are prizes on there. Just have okay. some bad luck. So, I, I kind of messed up. Hit the wrong balloon. Can I have one more ticket and I'll, I'll really get you a, a prize? You want a stuffed Perry tin. Oh, look at this little bird thing. Don't, don't you want this? Great. Here you go, Riz. You need to stop talking. I'm so sorry. Thank you, lady. Is there anything special about this Parrington stuffed animal I should know? It's not going to eat me, right? I think everything you win is a special thing, isn't it? All right. What do you What do you guys think? Should we keep asking this lady, this nice lady, questions, or should we go talk to Madame Vex, or should we talk to the Ringmaster? We should talk to both, bruh. As you go up to the trailer, it's a locked trailer. It's like a trailer off to the side. It says Madame Vex on it. Uh, it's completely covered. The windows have shades over them. As Daydream approaches, a hand shoots out and grabs your ankle. Oh, gosh. It scares Butch. Ah! <laughs> and she'll hold her doll up and say, This was Trina. Now she's dead. <laughs> Girl, shut up. <laughs> I know how to get in the trailer, but you have to find me first. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and this is the Midnight Ride. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, my name is Katie, and uh, I'm playing Butch Caw Cassidy, the sharpest shooter in the West. (laughs) I'm Brandel. I'm playing Daydream Clear Sky. And I never check my grinder. Hang on, I got a message. <laughs> During recording. And I'm Tisha, and I'm playing Fanny Yokely. And I just learned how to message on, on Grinder. Hi, Brandel. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, I'm Jonathan in Plot Twist. I'm the Midnight Ride. Stop it. Hey. <laughs> It was too easy. I had to get in there. (laughs) It's too easy. I had to get in there. I know. I realized what I just said. So it's great. We are. Oh, we have a question. We have a question. We are so disoriented. It's a weekday and we're just doing our thing, everybody. You're going to just bear with us and love this episode either way. We have a question. It has nothing to do with your preferred porn, but it has something to do with Halloween. Oh, haunted house experiences. We've all been through haunted houses, or we've all at least been near haunted houses. What's your What's the most memorable experience? Can I go first? Please. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. So 
My most memorable haunted house experience actually happened when I was 13 years old. I have been scared of, I, I w- had been scared of the dark. Um, and I was scared of the dark until I turned 17. So I had a nightlight in my room until I was 17 years old. And now I'm just like, if Satan's coming, like, please take me away from these student loans. But back then I didn't have student loans. And so anyway, I was scared of the dark. I slept with the nightlight. I was horrified of haunted houses, but my siblings and my parents just like, they encouraged me. And by encouraged, I mean like they bullied me into going. One of the haunted houses that we went to was called like the haunted forest. No, no, no. It was that place called Phobia. Phobia off 45 South. And at Phobia, there's a part where you come from outside, you go inside. What you don't know is that if you're being chased, whenever you go to the door, there is like a bar, uh, like a horizontal bar, and you have to like step over it. Well, Jonathan didn't step over it. Jonathan did like a full kickflip over it, Um, like full like Simone Biles routine over that thing as I ran into it. And I pissed all over the place. And so I was with my family. Thankfully, I was 13 years old. Thankfully, like my mom is like, she was cool as fuck. Um, And so she sat there. um, She stood there. She she was she like told the the ghost or whatever to like, wait, I don't remember what it was. It was just like this gray thing and like a whole bunch of like, like rags. And so she told the thing. She was like, wait, my son. And so she gets me up. And, like, we get out, um, we continue the rest of the thing. The whole time, she doesn't know that I have, like, fully soaked my pants. So we get to the car, and she she wouldn't let me get in the car until I dried off. So we stood, like, she was in the car, and she, like, with my siblings, they were all, like, in the car. And my sister feels bad, so she's, like, trying to, like, talk to me. And, like, well, you know, like, things happen. Like, we love you. And, you know, I'm, like, bawling because I'm embarrassed. And she's, like, you got it, champ. Like, I love you. Um, Tell me when you're dry. So. Yeah, I'm going to Uber you home. (laughs) um, I stayed outside for, like, an additional 45 minutes. My pants weren't dry. They were dry enough. (laughs) And she's, like, okay, we got to go. And um, we had two more um, haunted houses uh, lined up, and we didn't go to either one of them because I would have made everybody's life miserable. So there we are. Wow. Damn, I don't know if I can be piss flip. Put a <laughs> piss flip. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they put a giant tripping hazard at the end of the haunted house people run out of? So that's and that was the thing. It was running into it, and I ran like you run into the door, and I guess like what they had anticipated is so like the the room was full of like spider webs and balloons and like smoke and black and it was all black light so unless you're like paying attention like unless you're not paying attention like you're not wowed by the room because like what they're supposed to do you know i guess you go in the room you're like oh shit what's gonna happen here so you like take a pause no we were being chased i was you know skinny mini and fast back then so i bolted and i bolted right into the bar and did like a you know a fucking triple double somersault. Who's next? Well, I live in Orlando, which is famous for horror nights and all things spooky and Halloweeny sometimes. Uh-huh. So a lot of people come up here for that, and I'm not a spooky scary girl. I like a spoopy. I like a Mickey's not so scary. Um, but I did go to horror nights one year. <clears throat> So we were like walking through this crowd because it's still daylight outside. And what I didn't know is that the whole park is a haunted house. So like every area is a region and it's like different character actors and stuff. And they're all themed. So they have scare actors mingled throughout the crowds and stuff. And I didn't realize that. So I'm just walking with my friends, just kind of like shooting the shit, a little nervous on edge because I don't really like spooky scary. And I went to go uh, held hands i grabbed i grabbed my friend that was next to me and then i turned to go look at them and it was a zombie like full makeup and everything full geesh broad daylight and i just startled and i was like oh oh my god and i felt so bad that like i had insulted the zombie by being shocked at their presence and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i didn't like you look great <laughs> i just wasn't expecting you apologized <laughs> i don't know I don't know if that's fight or flight, but I was like, ah, oh my God, I'm so, that's not a reflection on you. I'm so sorry. You're doing great. 
The apology's good. I mean, as as someone who was a scare actor last year, that's I, I never got an I'm sorry from anybody. That's <laughs> really no. The best reactions I got were the kid, the gay kid that just went, "No, thank you." Oh, yeah. uh, as I was yeah. like coming out of my little area, and I was like chasing the dog. He's like, "No, I don't want to do this." I'm gonna... And uh, the mother that put her kid in front of her when she saw me move. Like, oh my god! He was little too. It was like a seven-year-old, and she's like, "Nope, this one, no." And I was like, "What? You picked your kid. You picked which kid to put in front of you." Oh no, favorites. Yeah, the daughter no. was ahead. The son was like here, shield. So, yeah, but so I actually don't do haunted houses. It's not that I don't like scary. I love horror movies. I'm good with being scared. I just I hit a scare actor in a haunted house when I was a teenager, and I was like, okay, knowing I have a fight response, not going to go in them anymore. But I went in one recently because my friend and I went out for drinks and we were near a haunted house. And I was like, yeah, let's go in it. And I thought she would say no. And she was like, yeah, I'm down. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> oh, no. And so I, my own actions. Yeah. And in, in line, she was like, I thought you would be down for this. And I was like, no, I hate these. I don't want to do this at all. But we're doing it because we're in line now. I opted to go first. They made us switch in the beginning, so she had to go first. And she was the first one to fall, and she fell so fucking hard into me. We fell down, and a guy lifted his mask up to make sure that we were okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, you had you made someone break character. And she was like, I feel like you're strong enough that you could have caught me. And I was like, not when you barrel into me. That's not how that works. And you were both covered in piss. Yeah, and then I pissed myself because of the bar that I tripped over. <laughs> um, and I ended up falling three times. Like, my legs just gave out from being scared. And I had my friend, like, literally trying to drag me through the end of it. At one point, I had her back, like, a full stiff arm pushing her through the damn house. I was so done by the end of it. Wow. But I didn't hit anyone this time, so yay, growth. Awesome. <laughs> Thank God for small steps. <laughs> Mine is kind of similar to every everybody's except for Brandel's, and Kitty hasn't said hers yet, but... Um, I have like an overactive fight or flight response, but when I, when I get startled, it's more of a, um, it's like both of them at the same time, fight and flight. So I kind of look like, you know, when you get hit with the Hadouken, Ryu's Hadouken, and you get hit in the stomach and both of all four of your limbs like go straight out. Yes. That's my, like when I get scared kind of immediate go-to all i kick and punch at the same time and jump backwards and so i and i don't do scary anything um but when i was like in my 20s and i wanted to go with friends and impress a girl i went and i got startled like immediately the first thing that popped out and i landed on my like ass in the back and after and like elbowed one of the scare actors that wasn't didn't even have anything to do with the original scare for me. I elbowed a random person who was doing nothing in the face. So, but I didn't. I didn't go through the rest of that one. Oh, did um, you dip? Did you like get out halfway? Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, because I, I I really did elbow that person in the face, and they were hurt, and oh. I was so scared, and I'm like, I can't, I can't possibly go through this, and. <laughs> unintentionally elbow everybody else in the face. So I, I dipped off of that one. Um, but I have been I have been through since, but it's a, like, I have to have somebody with me who understands, like, I get scared like that and will just, like, literally hold both of my arms. <laughs> Here, now put on your security jacket. Yeah, literally it's a, a straight jacket, yeah. Then I can go through it because it does scare me. And I do, I don't know if you all, I don't know if Chris, you've heard me scream like when I get startled on the recordings. Oh, yeah. A really high pitch scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, you got scared by Jonathan just like clearing his throat once and apologized and none of us heard it at the time. So that was fun. Yeah. Nobody heard me scream. But no. Yeah. Because it, it's so high pitched. It doesn't come through. Discord yeah. is like, you don't want that. Nobody wants it. It scares people. Like, me getting startled scares other people. Yeah, because they hear a noise, look up, and see all your limbs coming at them. Yeah, yeah they see me like a fucking... Like, somebody fished out a crab by its head or something. <laughs> Tarot is so embarrassing. I don't know why I'm sharing this. I guess it's my turn now, eh? Yeah. Yes. Eh? Eh? 
There you go. Free. Got that for free. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So there is like a local haunted farm, like farm near where I live. So like they have a bunch of different attractions. So they have a haunted house that you walk through. It's more of like a haunted barn, a haunted corn maze. They have a haunted like outdoor like cemetery walk in quotation marks. So they have different themes every year. And this year the theme was like teenagers got into a toxic waste pig experiment kind of thing. So there was. Are they they usually just like zombie? What what are the usual themes that they're like, oh, teenagers broke into a waste factory where the pigs live. And now they ate the pig and they turned into. Yeah, no, like there is actually like sort of lore if that makes every sense like that like every year there's a different like it's it's like a b movie level of a plot you know what i mean like mm. mad scientist baking pieces of people together or like a clown circus like you know like you know what i mean it's just so that they can you know pick an outfit like reuse costumes or you know be able Love to that. plug in clown outfits scary on Amazon. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, they had too many leftover mutant pig outfits. Mutant pig <laughs> outfits. Right. They just need a they, they bought a bulk order of pig masks. Uh yeah. So this one, they also had a spooky bus ride where you had to like go through another outdoor path because I'm out near the country, so there's lots of outdoor area. Um where they'd like crawl through a bus and like go through all these like haunted woods again. And then there was there was just another one where you were just being chased by people with chainsaw masks and pig masks and like, this is my hunted laboratory. Shipping containers, you're going to die. I make pig bottoms. I make... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> yeah, but essentially uh, I bought, I paid for access to all five things and I so didn't want to go on two of them that I went around to like all the different food vendors they mark it off with a sharpie going around all the different food vendors looking for like a fucking pen or something so i could be like look guys i went i paid for it you don't have to ask me about it it was so scary <laughs> i love that you forged Wait, it though i forged it no i forged it i'm like oh, spooky wow yeah they totally grabbed my ankles wow yeah i loved it yeah can't you smell all this piss all over me oh my god <laughs> That's awesome. Speaking of smells like piss, we've got a great story today to finish up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> These transitions are getting better. There was, a, there was a few I could have pulled from, but I feel like this traveling carnival has to smell a little like pee. Yeah. To recap where we left off, you were just outside of Madame Vex's trailer. The four of you were there, and a hand shot out from underneath the trailer and grabbed Daydream Clear Sky's ankle. It turned out to be the contortionist uh, character actor that has been creeping around the park and sat next to Butch on the roller coaster. You attacked them, they broke character, and now they're back in character and have invited you to play a game of hide-and-seek. You've counted to ten, they have disappeared, and now you guys get to decide what you want to do. I never want to come to this park. Ever again. (laughs) Katie's genuinely not enjoying this. (laughs) Yes. Is there a window on the front door of the cart trailer thing? There's a window. Okay. Guys, we like totally found our way in. And I want to try the knob. Is it locked? Yes. I'm going to elbow the window to try and break it. Go ahead and roll for it. An arm strike, I guess. Is that athletics? What is that? That's just a hit and attack? Yeah, an arm strike is just an attack. Okay, hang on. Let me... I got my spells up. Okay, hang on. I'm a satyr, so I'm going to use my special attack type called Ram. I'm going to fucking back up and charge this thing like a bull. I got an 11. I mean, I feel like an 11 is going to break a window, yeah. Okay, great. Smash it open with my head and say, She was right. All we have to do is play her game to get in. And then I'll reach in and try and unlock the door. Okay. Yeah, sure. You can reach in and unlock the door. I mean, don't, don't you guys think we should play that little girl's game? That was kind of creepy. It's like her first year here. What does she know? Yeah, but then she like changed or something. I I, I, I can't explain it. I, I got I got really scared. 
Well, maybe we should, like, hide from her in this trailer. Okay, why don't, why don't y'all go hide in the trailer and I'll, I'll try to finish this little girl's game so she doesn't either get fired, which I'd feel really bad about, or literally murder us in our sleeps when we go home tonight. Sounds great. And Daydream, I'll head inside. Okay. Anyone, where is everyone else going? Who's going with Daydream? Who's going with... I'm staying with Fanny. Okay. So Fanny and Riz are going in one direction. Butch and Daydream are going into the trailer. Sound good? Sounds good. Great. We will start in the trailer. As you walk in the trailer, it's a lavish cabin. Like a bed, desk, a nice bookcase in there. And there is another door to the right leading into another small room of the cabin. Uh, there's also like a desk with a bunch of like paperwork on it. This like totally reminds me of my glamping yurt back at the compound. <laughs> uh, I, can I do like an investigation check? There's, are there any documents about like the jester or anything? Sure. Go ahead and roll investigation. 13. God, these shitty-ass rolls. The desk has employee files with all the employees on it, and it has, like, a big old employee handbook on it that you can look through. And I think with a 13, you can at least remember, like, oh, people were talking about this handbook, I should look at it. And you scroll to the page specifically about the coaster, and there is, in the rulebook, there's a passage stating... There's a passage stating either zero or nine passengers must be present for the midnight ride. If at least one but less than nine guests wish to ride the midnight ride, staff must make up the difference. As long as this rule is followed, no staff will go missing. Remember, Madam Vex is always watching. Ooh! I'm going to take a picture of that with my phone. Yeah. So I can share it with everyone. I think Daydream's going to just speak loudly and say... Hey, Vexy, we heard that you're, like, always watching, so if you could, like, come here and help us find our friend instead of us just going through all your private shit, that save us and you time and embarrassment, probably. Nothing's going to happen. I, you said you speak loudly, right? Yeah. I think when that happens, you then hear something going on behind that door. I ram it. Okay, roll again. I got a dirty 19. Okay. Uh, You ram it with all of your might, and you smash into it and fall to the ground. The door is not going to be opened physically, and because of that, you take eight damage. (gasps) Wow, okay. And there's nothing... There's no, like, signs of anyone being here, right? Like, Not right now. Wait, do the door open, though? No. Okay. The door will not be open physically. Mm, can you, like, try the knob? I have a headache. Okay, I'm gonna try running into the door. <laughs> God, fuck. Come on. Okay. You, uh, also... you can punch, kick, or use a similar forceful blow equal to one plus my strength modifier. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Oh, that is plus my strength modifier. Okay. Uh, uh... Do I get two attacks? You can do this as many times as you want. There's no turns in this. I'm going to try and open the door and be like, hey, maybe knock a little bit. Can can you let us in? Okay. I'm going to set the door on fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to first handle Butch's running into it because you also are going to take damage from running into this with all your might. Yeah, <laughs> I ran into it with an eight and then I ran into it with a 15. The first one was four damage. The second one was two damage. So six damage to Butch. Okay. Uh, and the door is still so strong, like a wall. Like a wall. Like you're not going to get through it by continuously running into it. Also, you can try the knob, and the knob does nothing. That's what she said. Can't get through it. The knob does nothing. she said. Nice. I think as you're trying to figure out what's going on, we're going to switch to the other two. And we'll head back into the park. You are now in the seeking mission, trying to find the little scary girl whom you injured. Who you injured? One of those is right. You've got the 
sideshow, the gaming booth, and the roller coaster, where would you like to look for her first? The sideshow, the what? Sideshow, games, and the roller coaster. The roller coaster. Co- the roller coaster? Yeah, like that's, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Let's go to the roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, we uh, find that uh, Dictor dude and you beat him up again and uh, stop you from beating him up. I don't know. Right, and you damage me and then, like, you have your friends heal him and not me. And, like, it was totally cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I offered you a Parrington stuffed animal and you rejected it. I, I, don't, I don't think know a what Parrington to do. stuffed animal is going to, like, fucking heal me, but, like, okay. When you get to the coaster, roll perception, both of you. Roll, no, roll investigation. You're looking for something. Roll investigation. Investigation. 13 for uh, Riz. Uh, I think I got a 21, but it's not popping up for me for some reason. It's It did say 21 for me, yes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, even if it didn't, I believe you. Uh, okay. It seems like only Dictor is there, and he is still waiting to run it. And if he sees you guys, he'll say... Do you think I can do this yet? Because, I mean, people want to ride the ride. I can't hear him. I probably can hear him by now. I feel like silence is concentration, isn't it? Yeah. People uh, are getting upset that I can't ride the ride. Are you guys cool if I do it? Can you speak for your friend on his behalf? Her behalf? Their behalf? I forget who cast it on me. I'll say yes as long as you tell us. If you've seen that little girl with the doll recently... Oh, yeah, Eliza, the new girl. She's real enthusiastic about her job. Yeah, Uh, she's hiding, and we're trying to find her. Yeah, she went over to the sideshow. She likes to hang out with that uh, beefy woman in there. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, right, next up for the uh, ride. Off to the sideshow, Riz. Uh, Yeah, that sounds great, bro. Butch is really close to getting on the ride and just before someone should leave, shoving someone off. It's not the midnight ride. It's fine. Okay. And also, you're inside the trailer. Yeah, you're not even there. I know, but I'm hearing this and I'm like, I, Katie, I'm getting really close. <laughs> now Butch has a new mission. No one and rides Butch this is- ride. No, no, no. Less than six. Less than nine. Less than... I want to make it less than nine. I want to see uh, what happens when it's less than nine. Ooh. Uh, we're going to follow Riz and Fanny to the sideshow. And as you're there, the person with the top hat, the short man with a uh, mischievous smile on, is uh, standing there. Ah, you coming into the sideshow? Uh, he's got a name tag that says Asper on it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, actually, hey, Riz, this is the, this is the guy that was kind of behind our friend that went missing, right? Um, I think so. You got on camera? It looks like super, like, real familiar. And I'm like, um, I'm like clearly like holding up my phone to the, uh, to the face. And then like looking at the phone, looking at the face, looking at Fanny, looking at the phone, looking at the face, looking at Fanny. And then I look to Fanny and I say, you know, like, time out, bro. I just want to say, like, one little thing. Like, just, like, hear me out. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Ah, yes, yeah. I'm hearing you. I'm also listening. I, 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 no, no, not you, bro. Like, oh, I won't listen. Fuck you. Okay. This is for Fanny. Like, let me tell you right now, bro. Like, let me tell you right now. So, like, there were terms and, like, fucking conditions in order for, like, these these like fucking workers to like fucking work here and not be killed by the jester. You you hear what I'm saying, bro? So like that means that they had to like agree to those terms and conditions, which means that like, even if they didn't like murder these people, bro, like for real, they're complicit, bro. They're complicit. And like, we're just like fucking helping them like be complicit. Okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I see your point of view. Um, I will say that sometimes people have to agree to things to put food on the table. You know, I've been there. There's like literally 18,000 McDonald's that don't have this problem. <laughs> Are you saying that McDonald's doesn't kill people? 
I'm yeah, saying I mean, that McDonald's doesn't have workers that intentionally have like fucking pulled. Oh wow, I'm talking. They know what they're you're, selling to the. Customer. You're not even here. And it makes uh, sick. No, you, 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 you. I do know that McDonald's is not like. Haven't you ever in, saw intentionally Super having people? You should come over. We'll have a movie now. I, I, I've seen it, and Super Size Me is not the same thing as feeding um, people to a demon clown. No, it's almost the opposite. It's feeding a demon, demon clown to the clown to people. <laughs> Except that's not what's happening because, like, they could literally, like, and, and like, in like this specific case, they could literally just not buy the thing. If there was a burger called the Demon Clown, I would eat it. But couldn't they just not ride the ride? No, false. No, it's not the same. That is a false equivalence. <laughs> Don't try that shit. <laughs> What uh, I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is, um, so yeah, like, okay, whatever, like, soapbox gone. I guess clearly there is some moral to the story that I don't understand. You're all fucking stupid. And we're going to keep on moving. I mean, I never claimed to be the brattest, just the best shooter. I, I you know what? Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to invalidate or, inf- or affirm that. I'm just going to say, like we have a case to solve bro we have a case to solve okay yeah because it doesn't seem like the authorities are gonna help much or you but like we're not here for that (laughs) i mean hey hey i'm not here to judge i'm just here to get the problem solved bro okay if you want to just beat the hat the information out of people go ahead let's let's see how that works i just feel like there's a clear and obvious like wrong going on here and y'all are like playing the game with them, which is like causing us to slow down. Like we could just like fucking take all of this shit out right now and like fucking take it to them and like win. But like y'all want to like. How do we take lose. it to them exactly? You see how many carnies there are here? Oh, should I not? Wow, say that's not a nice term to say to me. <laughs> you see how many carnival people there are here? Oh, how many people who work at the carnival? Here are there. Yeah. God, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now do it without propositions. The way uh, I just find it really weird that you have more sensitivity towards the words "carny" than you do like the people that are being fed to a demon. So I just that's just like it's like super weird. Hey, hey rock at a hard right. place. A rock at a hard place. I hope I'm fucking you up right now. Bro. You like, are. All right. Anywhere I go, I'm wrong. I, I, I'm saying the wrong thing, and I feel like just the shittiest human being because that's what I am. I'm a human. I can't see in dark. I realized that earlier. And uh, you know what? You're right, Riz. Uh, they're probably bad people. Uh, not because they work at a carnival. I'm not saying that. I'm just. <laughs> I am right here. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you you're right I'm here, gonna, and you're causing stand. people harm. I'm I'm the ringmaster of the sideshow. Don't I didn't cause anyone harms. But if you're looking for a job, I can hire you. I heard you say you were a shooter. I got everything I may need in my office. If you need to do an audition, I got daggers, ropes, handcuffs, marmalade, everything you need. That doesn't sound like a shooting. job for a shooter. Marmalade. <laughs> what? It sounds like you're loosening me up to be penetrated. Oh God. <laughs> marmalade with marmalade well i'm just trying to find new work i'm trying i like new talent here you know people like different sideshows when they come so if you got a talent i can maybe audition you for a job no if you just want in the slide sideshow it's one ticket per entry no i i think we should listen to me hey like fanny we should like totally do that bro what audition me to be a part of the carnival Absolutely, bro. And then, like, we is could both some, do it together. Is this some and then kind we of could, like, sensitivity training for me? I apologize. No, 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 no. We could, like, we could, like, learn the inner workings of the carnival, and then we can, like, figure it out, bro. And I say, I want to be sworn in to the carnival, bro. I want to, like, work for y'all, and then find out about the jester, bro, and then, like, work with you all, and then, like, we can feed the jester together. And I like pat my chest when I say that. Like together. Oh, that's a little dark. I don't. I promise I don't do the job f- to feed the jester. I, I just like this show, uh, and it's a long-term contract I have. So here we are. With the jester, bro? No, Madam Bex, not the jester. I just ride the ride if I have to. I, I honestly hate roller coasters. 
So the thing that we're getting from everyone is, is Madame Vex is in charge. Mm-hmm. Is that, okay, so she, is she's the ringmaster? She's the, she's the person in charge. I did not put two and two together. Okay, now I sound like a complete dumbass. Okay. Okay, is you, Madame um, Vex the little girl or what? Uh, I don't know that I gave you the little girl's first name. Yes, uh, we were talking to another employer, another employee, and they said, oh, blah, blah, blah. she's really enthusiastic about uh, her job. She's right. new. Eliza is the... But I don't remember what the blah, blah, blah part was. Eliza. Eliza. Angelica? Yep. Okay. Yeah, but if you want to audition, what's your, what's your talent, kid? What can you do? I'm, like, really good at, like, getting notoriety. That's, like, uh, totally me, bro. Yeah, let's see how we can make that an act. Come back into my uh, office. And uh, he'll take you into the sideshow, uh, walk you through it. And then I get eaten. Yeah, you just get eaten. Um, As you walk through the sideshow, you see a couple of acts before you get to his office. Uh, You see Gulp Gulp, the sword swallower. Ugh. (laughs) Hey, sorry. Uh, Nynir, the feet archer. And then Ursula, the strong woman. Uh, and then Hi. Asper will take you into his office. Here's where we'll do the audition, kids. Come on in. Let's have a seat and talk. As you're entering the office, Fanny, you turn back and see Eliza is behind Ursula's strong woman. And Eliza is pointing into the office that you're about to walk into and gives you a thumbs up. And as Asper Moon Moon ushers you into his office, the audience and I are going to head over to the gay agenda. Yes, this is the Gay Agenda. First thing I get to talk about is a queer artist that we are plugging this week. We are still doing free plugs for queer artists, and this one is something I think a lot of you are going to enjoy. This time we are talking about author Lawrence Ramsey and his book, Kin. And this is pretty on brand with our current Bailing You Out theme. It's a neon futuristic, queer-focused sci-fi novel. Action-packed and dripping with slick style, Kin is a queer hope-punk anthem set in a post-dystopian world of blazing color and neon grit. Following the irreverent hijinks of the titular immortal assassin, Kin is an adrenaline-filled romp I know you listeners will love. You know what else I love? Discounts. And because you're a listener of Roll Gear Roleplay, you get 50% off of the ebook when you use coupon code QUEER, that's QUEER in all caps, on the website SoberGnomePress.com. That's sober without an E. So sobrgnomepress.com. I've already downloaded a copy, and as you guys know, I'm not a big reader, but I was hooked on this book so quickly. The writing is really good, the storyline's great, and it really is that neon futuristic feel. I absolutely love it. Uh, thank you so much, Lawrence, for reaching out. I was so glad I got to read your book now. Reading. I'm about halfway in, but I am loving it. Loving it. And once again, you can get your copy of the book Kin using promo code QUEER for 50% off at SoberGnomePress.com. I also want to take this time to remind our listeners that on Thursday, November 23rd, that is Thanksgiving Day for the U.S. listeners, I am hosting a Friendsgiving on our Roll Gay Roleplay Discord. It's starting at 2 p.m. Central, and it's going to go, I don't know, it's going to go as long as it goes. So yeah, it's going to be a fun time with some games and hanging out and just a good, chill environment. You know, I know how stressful the holidays can get, especially with family and especially for queer people. So I wanted to give just a friendly, open, fun space for anyone to hang out that doesn't have that safe space at home. Uh, You got one with us. So come hang, come play games, come chill. Or we'll just celebrate Thursday night and drink and play games. I don't know. It's the same thing. And this wouldn't be the gay agenda if I didn't tell you how you can find us and support us. So, of course, go to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. It's a perfect way to support the show, help us grow and get better. You can also support the show by following us on social media. We are Roll Gay Roleplay on Instagram and RGRP Podcast on TikTok. Right now we have a D&D monster tournament in our stories on our Instagram. This week or these weeks right now we are in the dragon tournament. We're having tournaments of all different monster types and the winner of each one of those tournaments will all go head to head in the grand monster finale tournament. We're going to see which D&D monster is the absolute favorite of our listeners. And that is an Instagram exclusive. And by exclusive, I mean you just got to follow us on Instagram. You don't even need to follow us. You just need to click on our story and vote for which you think the best dragon is. So it's exclusive, but I'll let you in. I'll let you, I'll let you participate. You can come do it too. And don't forget to leave us those five-star reviews on your preferred podcast platform. 
I think that's all I've got to say, but don't forget, we got some friends that we want to tell you about. Take it away, friends! Welcome to Dungeon Radio Hour, an improv comedy podcast set within the world of Dungeons and Dragons, where a group of friends from our world fell into a magical realm and must rescue their friend before finding a way back home. Join our players, Alyssa. Like, have you been seeing anyone who's like new to town? Andrew. 911, what's your emergency? Hi, 911. Uh, listen, I can't talk loud. I'm currently inside of a horse. <laughs> and Mike, as they adjust to their magical surroundings. Jeff, don't even go here. This game is rigged. There's piss sometimes. All right. And a few friends. <laughs> what do we say about killing? Don't do that. I really like it if you called it boobs, Walter. Boobs. With <laughs> the help of some locals. Keep your skin about you, and uh, good luck. You are you talking to me? <laughs> Sometimes, begrudgingly. Yeah, I mean, this could be interesting if we followed this thread, but I pass on this paper. This show is full of ridiculousness. You know, he was a guy who's just doing his job, but he had a neck and it needed to be strangled. I roll like a hot dog at a 7-Eleven. I missed you guys so much. What have you been up to? We uh, like fought Santa and shit. That promises to make you laugh at least once. Hey, here's a nugget on me, okay? Don't spin it all in one place. <laughs> That says my acting, a okay. Yeah. <laughs> All this and more is waiting for wherever you get your podcast. So keep the volume up, the dial tuned in. It's time for Dungeon Radio Hour. Bye for now, kids. Asper Moon Moon, the ringmaster at the sideshow, is taking you into his office. Uh, Butch and Fanny, no, Riz and Fanny, into his office, uh, and he'll say. All right, you got talent, kids. And he'll sit down on a couch. I need to explain the room real quick. Uh, As you're walking in, there's like a long red couch on the side. Everything's got red curtains draping down from the ceiling. Not covering windows, just everything's draped. Uh, A small wooden desk. No. A small uh, foldable desk. Portable desk. With a little red chair. And he'll say, all right, uh, he'll sit down on the couch and he'll say, all right, go ahead and show me your tricks. Show me what you can do. Let's see if we can make some money with this. Do you need anything? I got a, I got a uh, chest over there of things. Uh, marmalades on top. Callback. Handcuffs, ropes, <laughs> daggers. It's all there. You said sharpshooting, though. You got some guns? <laughs> marmalades on top. Callbacks on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have... I have some of these like hand crossbows, hand bows. Uh, oh. But if you got a gun, I mean, I can I can show you something pretty neat. I uh, saw the sign uh, before we got in here that said no firearms allowed, so I only brought my hand bows and not my firearms. Well, we appreciate a rule follower here. Uh, he'll walk over to his desk. <laughs> and uh, grab the bag that's underneath it, rifle through it, and pull out a little pistol. And I'll say, here you go. Loaded, and there's no safety on it. I took it off. <laughs> it's a custom you, mod. You can't get you, these in the States. <laughs> All right. So you, lack, you lack yeah. physically remove the safety? Yeah, it's off the gun. That way right, you can just okay. fire it whenever you want. It's quicker. <laughs> All right. So you didn't just turn the safety <laughs> off. Oh, you, no. like, physically remove the whole thing. Yeah, it took a few hours. A screwdriver, a chisel, and some teeth, but I got it. Don't worry, okay. they weren't my teeth. Uh, okay, I'm not going to ask whose teeth they are because I feel like that's a leading question, and I really don't care. Hmm. So, uh, I will. All right, uh, Fanny takes the pistol. All right, well, I mean, here, uh, Riz. And Fanny grabs the jar of marmalade and sets it on top of Riz's head and grabs Riz's hand and puts it on the marmalade. Hold that. All right, I guess you're just doing it. So <laughs> Riz uh, went for coffee. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I am so sorry. I'm here. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> I'll hold it. All right. On top of your head. All right. Don't stay still. Don't move. Okay. No, I, I'm a, I'm like a fucking a Gen Z. Like you want me to stand still? Uh, yes, that is my request. But it, it's up to you if you want to follow or not. Do you think that I have like the the capability of like actually standing still? Like, all right, I'm an iPad baby. Like, what, I have what an idea. Fuck? Okay, and oh, look at this! Look what I can do with my fingers. And um, 
Fanny makes that little heart with the thumb and the forefinger. And as Riz is looking at that, I would assume they would look at it and say, aw, or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, I'd probably take a picture of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Keep keep steady right there. Yep. Just like that. Okay. And shoots the marmalade off the top of Riz's head with the pistol. All right. Go ahead and roll. Uh, and that one kills him. And we'll, uh, yeah. yeah. Please kill me. Absolutely. Kill me. Roll Shoot down. me right in the fucking eye. All right. I'm going to roll attack with my hand crossbow. That, that works. 17. Yeah, I think you're definitely going to hit the marmalade with that. Riz, why don't you roll a constitution saving throw? For peeing his pants? Okay, a five. Ah, uh, now you're pissed, Silja Beef. No, Do you cause... feel strong? <laughs> I think that you got a little startled. If you don't want to like... pee, you got to give me something equal to piss in yourself. Uh, no, I don't have anything, so that's just what's gonna, that's what it's going to be. All right. Then Riz lets out a little bit of pee as the marmalade breaks on his hand. A little bit. Just, Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Now you're sticky and sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, look at that. Like he really didn't think that I could do it, but obviously there's no problem. I have. I I love this person, Riz Soja Beef, and you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, threaten their life if I didn't know I could do it. You know, that was something, kid. I think you got something. So what'll it take to sign you to the sign you to the carnival? Well, I have a couple questions, okay? Mm. So uh, a good friend of mine, uh, two good friends of mine, actually. Um, I have this really tight friend group. You know, we call ourselves the dumb bitches. And mm. um, two of them are missing mm. now, uh, taken by the jester. And I understand that they signed up for that at their own risk, but I would like some more information on this Jester fella uh, to see if there's a possibility that maybe I can might get my two friends back. Or at least one of them. Because oh. it's hard to call yourself dumb bitches when there's only three of you. You need at least four, right? Ah, that's true. That's why I want a fourth for the sideshow. The three just isn't enough. You need four. Agreed. Though getting your friends back, I don't know about that. I don't think there's... I don't think that's gonna happen, unfortunately. Once the jester's got somebody, it's the jester's now. Uh, but you could learn a lot more about the jester and the carnival by working here. I mean, sure, but also what I'm asking you, uh, in lieu of monetary payment, hmm. is information that you might have or somebody else might have. Like, say, Vex. You know, I mean, where where's this Vex person? Uh, I, I haven't seen Madame Vex myself at all. Uh, How long you been working here? <laughs> decade or so. Feels longer, but about that. All right. So you've been working here ten years. Mm -hmm. Who's your boss? Who's your Madame, boss? Madame Vex. All right, and you've never met your boss. Have you spoken to them, like verbally? I've heard a voice. Yeah. Where's you've heard that? a voice. Sorry, Where sorry. have where have you heard their voice? Uh, in a cabin, in a, in a trailer. She'll uh, talk to you through the door sometimes. She doesn't ever leave there, though. I, I assume she leaves when no one else is in the trailer, because there's all that desk space and, and books. Uh, but she, she doesn't show her face. It's weird, but, you know. Right. It, it's weird, because, like, maybe, and this might just be my, you know, silly, you know, thought process here as an outsider hmm. right but maybe she's among you well, well yeah she, you know she's in a trailer. trailer yeah but i mean maybe madame vex is really you know this little girl over here or you know the bearded lady or you know somebody like that well um that's plausible Right, so Madame Vex could possibly be one of the staff members. But, uh, sure. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Maybe Madame Vex doesn't even exist. Hey, the paycheck gets signed. What do I care? By Madame Vex? Can I see your paycheck? Hey, that's a little bit uh, intrusive. All right, you can you know block how out I'm how making. much. You can block out the number of how much you get. I just want to see the signature. You I... brought it up. 
Um, we don't get pay stubs here. We get we get cash. So when I said sign the check, I mean she, she gives me cash. Do you want to see the cash? All right. Well, that literally is the opposite of what that means. So <laughs> I don't know what euphemisms are or soliloquies. <laughs> soliloquies. And that's hard to say. Wasn't even the word I was going for, but it came out. Well, but you, uh, all right. So you're saying you, you ain't got no extra information here, right? I could sign up and then try to hopefully get more information from who? I mean, if I get you to sign up, uh, to, to the contract signed, I get to take you into Madame Vex's office. Maybe she'll talk to you there and, um, maybe she'll give you some information. All right. Let me see this contract. Is there any like funny wording in it? Words I won't understand? Uh, I, I think most people understand all the words. It's a lengthy one. Uh, let me go get one for you. Uh, you got a criminal record? We check for that. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. Probably. We don't care. We don't okay. care. Okay. Uh, he will leave his office and leave you two alone in there. What would you like to do? Well, what we were doing here is we were trying to get... Oh, shoot. What were we doing here? So you learned that Asper Moon Moon has all of the uh, unclaimed photos that are printed on the Midnight Ride on the Eclipse Express. Uh, and you also were led into this room by the creepy girl who was trying to explain to you how to get into Madame Bex's uh, trailer, which, to your knowledge, you haven't broken into yet. Okay. Uh, all right, Riz. Uh, so I guess we're looking for those uh, photos, maybe from something that might be the same from the ones that you have, and also when our friend Dapple disappeared the night before. And then also, ha that little girl said we could get into Madame Vex's house or trailer through here somehow. Maybe like, there's a key or something? <clears throat> Do we want to, like, be in here, though? Like, we could die or whatever. What would we die from? Isn't this place, like, known for, like, a fucking scary jester or whatever? Yeah, but the jester's only on that roller coaster, not in the, you know, sad show. If we, I mean, like, okay, so, like, if you want to go check, bro, like, we can totally go check. We can, like, go and yeah. find, you said, you said find, find the thing you know in what? the lake. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, screw it. Let's just open all the drawers, see if we can find those photos. No, 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 there's... no, because, like, then we're going to, like, draw attention to ourselves. Like, we got to be, like, we got to be, like, clandestine, bro. I just, I just opened up my heart and soul. I even told, I even told him, like, the nickname that my friend group calls themselves. Okay, but, like, we still got to, like, be safe, because, like, what happens if, like, we get caught by, like, somebody that we're not supposed to get caught by, and they're, like, we end up dead, bro. Yeah, I guess I should have thought about that before because it's it's too late for me, you know, at this point, if that's the case. So, okay, let, like, 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 let's be like super um, conspicuous or whatever and then like... Okay, uh, how about I, I'll watch the door, right? And, and if you want to go through the things and I'll, I'll whistle, you know, or, or whatever kind of noise you want me to make. But if like I, I have, if, once he comes back, I have cameras. So like, can I like, I can like set up like multiple things. So we get like multiple vantage points or whatever. So shouldn't I like keep watch because like I have the multiple cameras. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'll like sneaky sneak into some of the drawers or something. Yeah. You just like sneaky sneak, like a slithering snake. You know, slithering snake. snake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Riz is keeping watch while Butch is looking around. Is that the case? Fanny, yeah. sorry. Fanny's looking around? Fanny. Yes. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll investigation for me, Fanny? Where are you looking? Can you can you explain this room to me again? Like, lay it all out for me? Sure. There is a long red couch. There is a foldable, portable desk with a red chair behind it. There's a bag underneath the desk. And the room has a bunch of drapings all over it. Like, everything's just covered in curtains. The room is now, like, a round shape because of all the drapery that's happening. So you're lighting, like, a cone. 
All right, the first thing that Fanny is going to do is going to go behind one of the drapes and then walk a circle around the room behind the drapes to see if there's any doors behind the drapes. Awesome. Go ahead and roll your investigation. <gasps> oh, can can I re-roll? Yes, I, absolutely. Okay. So get a nat one. This time I got a dirty 20. Yeah, I think maybe at first you go through and you kind of get trapped in the, oh, shit. Oh, damn it. How do I get through? It's so dusty and I'm allergic. Yeah. <laughs> but once you finally make your way through, you, the narrow difference between the drapes and the walls starts to grow a little bit. And you walk and get a little bit more space and you find a, what you can only assume is a shrine of the image of Ursula the Strong. And it's made from cut up pictures from the ride, the Midnight Ride. All those all those photos that you were looking for have been meticulously pieced together to make up the image of Ursula. Okay, so this is really weird. Why's he obsessing over this one lady? I mean, I get it. She's strong. I mean, that's that's super hot, but they have a shrine. I feel like something's about to click and a light bulb's going to go off in my head. Just waiting for it. About to happen. As you you look a little closer going through the painting, you see your friend Dapple in one of the pictures. (gasps) Dapple! You'll see that Dapple is sitting next to Eliza, who is the contortionist, and sitting in front of Zelina, the game attendant. Asper and Dictor were not on that ride. All right. So is the contortionist the one with the small doll? Yes. yes. And is the game lady the lady with uh, black hair in a and Victorian then, dress? Yes. yes. Okay. And we spoke to the, we spoke to both of those. One of them we shot. Yes. And the other one seemed to not know anything. Okay. All right. Um, Fanny comes out from behind the drapes and uh, looks towards Riz and sees that we're still good and goes towards the book bag to start opening that. Uh, We'll keep your investigation roll so that we don't have to roll again. And as you're digging through his bag there's some more ammunition in there just loose ammunition like at the bottom kind of like when a pill bottle opens up in your bag uh also the bag's just like mm-hmm. a little bit sticky Gross. Ew. yeah like when you uh like when you like suck on a jolly rancher for a little bit but you want to save it so you throw it in your bag for a while Ew. what that's how you give it a new coating <laughs> I hate how you say uh, things that are like like they're a universal experience. You also find keys to almost everywhere in the carnival. There's like keys that will stop rides, start rides, and keys to the storage units or the storage areas. Are they uh, all labeled? A, uh, no, nothing's labeled. There's just a big old ring of keys. What? Nothing's labeled? No. Well, how would I know what they were for? <laughs> what do you think they're for? Okay, fine. He's got a ring of keys. Maybe they're haunted. Maybe they go open. Maybe it's all storage units in like Albany. You got to go for a track to find the treasure. Yeah, sure. I take the ring of keys. It's got a little uh, jester ring on it. It's got a little carnival themed keychain on there. Well, I take that off and I throw it <laughs> in the back in the backpack. <laughs> okay, great. Cool. Uh, As this is happening, Riz, you catch that Jasper, not Jasper, Asper is coming back. Did I catch him from like camera angle three, six, or like, I just see him from my very own vision. I I think that as you look up from the camera, you see him just walking towards you. Wow. Um, These cameras are super super useful. (laughs) Um, uh, You see me, uh, you see Riz, so just saying like, uh, 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 bra, like, uh, magenta, 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 code magenta. Fanny positions herself and she's like, she's, you know, just, uh, with her elbow on the desk and she's admiring or cleaning the pistol that was given to her. Nice. 
Okay. Uh, Asper will walk back in with uh, several pieces of paper in his hand. <laughs> I got your paperwork here. This is the contract. Uh, the first page is all your standard information. Uh, name, address, uh, phone number, social, all that. And then the rest of the pages you can just, you know, read through if you want to. It basically just says that you can't talk shit about us. Uh, you're not going to work for a competitor. Uh, you're not going to share trade secrets. You're going to follow all the rules. That type of thing. All right. Can I... Can I... I need to go to the the bathroom. Can I take this with me and read it? Uh, uh, you know, just sure. have some time to read it over. All right. Yeah, you got a long one coming? Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, you can share less about your toilet about your toilet time if you want. You know what? You're the one that inferred something, but... I did. Can I watch? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a good place to end the episode, actually. I don't know why it took me this long to realize this episode was going to be two hours and I could have just split it up. So guess what? Surprise! It's a four-part Halloween episode. I should have just... I should stop guessing parts and I should just tell a story and you get the episodes that you get. But it's good news. That means the reveal is next week. The mask will come off. What will happen? Will there be a battle? Oh, there will. There will be a battle. And since I've magically cut the episode, I don't have anyone saying goodbye, so I'm going to do it all myself. Ready? Until next time, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. And then there's Tisha, and Tisha will tell you that you can find us at RollGayRollPlay.com. And then there's Brandel, and Brandel's gonna say some quip and make it a joke. Ha ha, fart noise. And then there's Katie, who the Canadian government does not allow us to give any personal information on, so that's why we don't even give you their real name. You only know them as Katie. And then there's Jonathan, and I just wanted to do the inflection. Bye, everyone! RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsant. 